sitting here in the chair, I could feel like it's bowing down in my heart to love. And that feels absolutely true. It was a bit difficult to listen to you and trying to understand and not needing to understand. So I thought maybe by experience it, you could help me. Understanding is a fruit of being. It's a result of you being what you know. It is as if this would be a forbidden fruit, as if I'm not allowed tree doesn't need the fruit. The tree doesn't even relate to needing to produce fruit. It doesn't need anything from the fruit. For the tree, it doesn't make any difference whether fruit grows or not. Whether there is little fruit or much. It's only in yourself that it matters whether there's fruit or not. Because it's in yourself where you experience it and where fruit is of a benefit to you in yourself. There is no forbidden fruit. There is just all of the fruit that you grow or that you don't grow. All of which you don't need. So when there is an attitude to what's happening, then this would be the self. It isn't the self. If there's an attitude, it comes from the way that you're relating to yourself. The way that you're relating to yourself determines what you're being in yourself. So making a decision how to relate to the self would come from the self. If you're making that decision of how you're going to be in yourself for the sake of what you know, and not for the sake of yourself, then you're coming from what you know. And bearing fruit of that in yourself. If you're making that decision because you realize that bearing fruit in yourself is dependent on you making that decision, then the decision is for bearing fruit in yourself. That separates you from what produces the fruit. produces it is a deeper level of you moving into you in yourself. So there's a oneness of a deeper you and 
the surface you. That oneness brings about fruit of you. Any desire to grow that fruit is going to come from a realized benefit within you in yourself. The desire to grow it isn't what grows it. It's what stops it. When you say that then there's no separation but the you moves through the forms, then that always touches me so deep and it's like deep longing for this to happen. You don't need it. The longing for that to happen is understandable because of the benefit that that brings to you and yourself. And it's a benefit that you don't need in you, in yourself. The less integrated yourself is, the greater the longing that you'll have to grow that fruit once you've tasted of it. The more integrated yourself is, and the more that yourself is just like your own being, the less you'll have any longing for it, and the more you produce it. Is that also because the you is the oneness? or comes from oneness. You and yourself comes from the rest of you. You experience it as being separate from the rest of you. But it isn't really. until the form of yourself is integrated, until yourself becomes just like your own being. You within yourself will experience a need from deeper levels of you to come into yourself. So then experiencing this need actually is helpful. Everything that you experience in yourself helps you if you are opening and softening in the midst of that, in the midst of that experience. Longing to have the fruit is a misunderstanding in yourself that is based on real connectivity between you and yourself and you in what is deeper than yourself. The longing in you in yourself to have something from you in your being. Is there because of a knowledge of the truth? You know in yourself what comes from you in your being. And you know your response to that. 
there's a movement in that response and you can feel it in yourself. That response in the context of yourself being in some way separate from your being. Yourself is separate from your being because it's not yet just like your being. Because you are in yourself in the midst of that form of separation. You'll feel the separation. The feeling of that separation and the knowledge of the truth together forms a longing. When you are open and soft in your heart, in the midst of that longing, you realize the truth that you know that is in that longing. As you realize the truth, you respond to the truth. Regardless of yourself not being just like your own being. Your response in the midst of a form that's separate to you in what is deeper than yourself brings you into oneness. in the midst of a self that isn't like your own being. That produces a fruit in yourself that is just like your own being. That fruit is the introduction of change in yourself where yourself becomes just like your being. That's there because of what you're coming from. That in the midst of yourself, a form that isn't like your being yet, you are responding to you in what is deeper than yourself without any realized benefit to yourself. A fruit of being that comes up into yourself can seem to you in the experience of yourself as a forbidden fruit because the more you want to have it, the less it comes. It feeling like a forbidden fruit is a projection of a misunderstanding in yourself onto your own being. There is no forbidden fruit. There is just you within yourself at one with all of the other levels of you. Not for any kind of benefit, but one with, because it's true. And in yourself, you respond to what you know is true. That beingness in yourself produces fruit in yourself. It produces little forms of what is just like your being. Growing in a self that isn't yet just like your being.
would it be helpful to be more in the enjoyment of the little fruits that they are there and not breaking the, the connectivity instead of looking. As long as your enjoyment of what fruit is developing has no connection to you being able to later pick that fruit. As long as you are clean in your enjoyment of it and not sneaky in your enjoyment of it. If you're clean in it, there's no relationship with result. The enjoyment of it is your enjoyment of the truth you know, which makes it grow. And what do I do when, when I get a sense that this veil of distortion comes in? I'm aware that then there is a shift and then that it doesn't feel true anymore. Respond to what you know you are that is deeper within than that distortion. without the need of that freeing you of that distortion or changing that distortion. Oneness has no aversion to distortion. It is as free in the midst of a distortion as it is free in the midst of a fruit of being. Oneness doesn't relate to attraction or aversion. Regardless of any context that it's in, regardless of any form that it's in, regardless of anything that is being experienced. That produces fruit that is just like that. It produces fruit that has need of nothing. What it produces is giving without return. Oneness gives depending on the form that oneness is in. Giving is experienced as living more or dying to oneness, it doesn't make a difference. Whether the result seems that of living or dying, oneness gives. the only real difference between the two is when it is experienced as living, living more, the fruit of oneness giving grows in front, in front of you. And when the experience of oneness giving 
seems to be that of dying. The fruit is still just as much there, but it won't be in front of you in your experience. What's in front of you is dying. What is behind you is the fruit of being growing. Oneness doesn't need to see that or experience that for oneness to give. When as oneness you are in a level of your being and you give, the fruit of being grows before you. You see it move, you see it grow, you see the result, you experience the result of what you're being. When you are being exactly the same, but not in a level of your being, in a different form, in a level of yourself that has never been integrated, the experience of you being that in yourself is going to be one of dying. There's still going to be just as much a fruit of you being what you know, you being oneness in a form that's not like you. But the development of that fruit, the result of your own beingness, won't be seen, won't be seen in your experience. It will be developing where you can't see it. It will be developing behind you. You need to be able to be in both. Both is evolution, right? But one is a different experience. It, it's, a, it's like an inner sense of dying. The second is an illusion. The first is real. The dying is an illusion. Yes. When you are being oneness, in a level of your being, and the fruit of being grows before you. There's no illusion in that. You're being acquainted with how you function and the real results of that. You're directly experiencing the results of you. When you're being exactly the same, but within a form of yours that isn't yet like your own being. Your experience will be completely different. And that experience is illusory. It doesn't inform you of what's actually happening. It informs you of how what is not yet integrated of yourself functions. That function changes only when that form changes. The unintegrated function is to show you what separation is like a form of yours that is separate from your own being. And that separate isn't wrong or bad. It just means that it is not yet brought into you. It's not yet brought into oneness. So 
So when there is that sense of dying, coming, or how to be with that then? As openness and softness. Openness and softness has no aversion to dying. As openness and softness is in dying, openness and softness lives in a way that it didn't before. But it isn't going to experience that. It's going to experience the dying. Its experience is then not representative of what is actually occurring. It is the feeling of what is not integrated, changing. If you stay with it, what feels like dying brings about newness of life. That form, a form of yours that is separate from what your own being is like becoming just like your being. It's experience in that. Your experience in that change is one of dying. What's actually occurring is real transformation. If you're holding to a connection with result, you won't be just like what your own being is like. What you'll be like is want and need because of what you know is possible. Once you've experienced the fruit of being, you know its possibility. You experience its goodness. The more you want to have that, the more you are not like that. When you give to what you know is possible, not for any result, but because of your response to the truth you know, then you are being what produces that fruit. Even though it will feel like you're dying, In Edmonton, when I talked about Osho, in my experience, at the end, the sentence that came was, will it happen this time? So this is actually the holding and the wanting. No need of any guarantee, guarantees. not to have any need of any guarantee and then it'll be guaranteed. Myself couldn't make a thing about that. Yourself couldn't do that. Only you in yourself is able to do that. Yourself in its unintegrated form that is not like your own being is innocent. There's nothing wrong with it.
you can use that to look for something wrong or to look for something right. And then you're wrong. There's only a right and wrong in yourself, in what is unintegrated in yourself. When you are in any level of your being, there is no right and wrong. There's just pure you and any movement of that in the midst of any form, integrated or not, produces fruit. Fruit of being. In any level of your being, there is no right or wrong. There is just goodness goodness that has no opposite. The movement of that in yourself produces the same. It produces goodness in yourself that has no opposite, regardless of what yourself is like. You can't use what you experience in yourself as that is occurring to inform you of the truth of what's occurring. What you experience in yourself informs you only of what you're experiencing in yourself. It doesn't inform you of the truth. What informs you of the truth is you. Your experience in yourself doesn't help you in that. All that can help you in that is you being what you really are in the midst of a self that isn't like you yet. You being pure you, despite what you experience in yourself. Pure you knows what is true. Any experience in yourself that seems to confound what you know is a part of that experience and isn't a part of real you. When oneness is put into a sick body, oneness will feel sick. That feeling does not inform oneness of what it is being. It informs oneness of what it is experiencing within a form that is sick. As oneness, you're able to discern what you know in the midst of a form that offers you a differing experience from what you know. As you continue to be what you know in the midst of that differing experience, your beingness changes your form. It heals it. If in the midst of that sick form, you long for healing because you've experienced it before. 
you make yourself more sick. When I go into the two possibilities now, you say it's a it's a very different experience also in the physical, completely yes. different. Yes. No, the one is really like a contraction in the belly and it's a tightening. And when I go in the beingness and openness and softness of being sick, it's just... Uh, and you're able to be the second in the midst of the first. It won't feel good. It is good. Do you mean that there is the self wanting to be healed and then being open and soft in that? Which translates into genuinely having no need of healing in the midst of sickness. Being in the openness and softness in being sick. Yes. Yeah. And then that's it. But that openness and softness feels in your experience like sickness. It doesn't feel like openness and softness. It's a mixed experience. It's it's like um a spacious experience of relaxedness and in that is that physical experience of sickness. In the increase you'll experience that spaciousness in the midst of sickness when you have no need of healing in the midst of sickness. But when the rhythm of being is in the decrease You won't experience that spaciousness when you're being openness and softness in the midst of sickness. The more open and soft you are, the more sick you'll feel. Because you're realizing how deep that sickness goes. You're experiencing it. But that experience is not a reflection of what you're being in it. It's an openness to experience anything. It's not an openness to experience. It is awareness absolutely and exclusively open to what it knows. It has nothing to do with experience. And it is in the midst of all experience. It's like two directions. One direction is in the openness and softness, the beingness, experiencing the sickness and all what goes along with it. And it doesn't stop being open and soft just because of experiencing being sick. Mm -hmm. And that opens a different awareness. It creates a different experience, depending on whether the rhythm of being is on the increase or on the decrease. Openness and softness is like the waves moving in. When you're being openness and softness, the waves moving in, you'll be moving into what you know, being what you know, even if the tide is moving out. When the tide is moving out, the waves moving in seem hopeless. While the waves are moving forward, everything is going backwards. Why move forward when it's all going backwards? 
you move forward because it's what you know, not because of any result. And when the tide changes, when the rhythm of your being shifts, and the tide begins to move in, then your experience will be in line with what you're being. You'll experience an increase of being, and it's coming into manifestation. The results will be in keeping with what you're being. When the tide is moving out, when you are in a decrease in your rhythm of being, the results are contrary in your experience to what you're being. Without that altering or changing what you're being. Just being aware of this would not make the continuity, right? That's right. Mm. Knowing the truth doesn't make awareness true. Awareness being what it knows is true makes awareness true. You knowing the truth doesn't make you true. You being what you know makes you true. What you're experiencing at that time has nothing to do with that. If you live being what you know, regardless of anything that you're experiencing in yourself, you will transform what is unintegrated in yourself. And yourself in that becomes just as you are. The same as what your being is like. The experience of transformation when your tide is coming in isn't the same as when your tide is going out. You need to be able to transform in both. If it is only in the one and not in the other, then you are unstable. That instability comes from what is unintegrated, being mixed with what is integrated. That mix needs to be separated. The separation of that mix occurs when the rhythm of being is on the decrease. And where you are being what you know in the midst of that. Unmixing your forms. Separating between what is unintegrated and what is integrated. is like pulling slivers. There, what doesn't feel good at all is good. 
I have a practical question. When you disappear in this golden light and you lose your form in my perception, shall I go there with you and stay there or shall I come back to the regular perception? Which perception tells you the truth? Both. They are not on the same level? No. Which level do you know matters more and therefore has more value? Whatever that is, respond to it. Regardless of the other. I really don't know because that's very helpful for me that you are there in this form as a human being and I can talk to you and you sit there and the goldenness and, and the disappearance also feels real. The one is common to you, the other is uncommon to you. Mm. I have a fear when this disappear happens that I lose the connection to you. Regardless of what you fear, what do you know? And then respond to what you know. When you respond to what you know, you come in. When you come in to what is disappearing, you see even more. When you don't come into what is disappearing, you'll see what you're accustomed to seeing. Things are not as they appear to be. Everything is really only what you know them to be, regardless of their appearances. When you come in, you see more because you see differently. Is that by decision or also by physiology? Because then all of a sudden my eyes can't take it anymore. Do I have an influence on that? When it feels like that in your eyes, it's because you're not used to seeing. You're used to seeing in the way that you're accustomed to. You're not used to seeing in all of the ways that you're able to. When you work a muscle that is unaccustomed to any kind of use, you come into new ability and strain. As you stay with it, the new ability increases and the strain eventually decreases. I'm being a level of you that is deeper than what you're accustomed to. What you really know is you. When I am being you on a deeper level, when I'm being you to you, you respond to you. you open into more of you.
you enter more view. With that comes new ability. Yes, every time meeting you is a change. So much new fruit that you used to need. I don't want to be silly, but you can live like that. I mean, you obviously do. You can live like this, and you can die like this. Either way, you are all this. Is that an experience you also have being everywhere? Or... There are no problems at once. <laughs> Not even with a self like yours. <laughs>